There's a lover in the story, but the story's still the same. There's a lullaby for suffering and a paradox to blame. I didn't know I had permission to murder and to maim. You want it darker? We kill the flame. You don't think I'm a bad person? He may be, he may be. You look like the kind that's convinced himself he's got this under his thumb. He But you pull on one little thread and... I'm ready. <sighs> My lord. Magnified, sanctified, be the holy name. Vilified, crucified in the human frame. You want it darker. We kill the flame. Welcome to the Strange Harbors podcast, a weekly discussion of film, television, and pop culture. My name is Jeff Zhang, and tonight I'm joined by Amir Ture and Eric Wong. So this week we are talking about director Luca Guadagnino's latest film, The Cannibal Romance, Bones and All, which stars Taylor Russell, Timothy Chalamet, and Mark Rylance. The film first premiered at Venice Film Festival back in September, and it just saw its theatrical release mid-November. I am actually not overly familiar with Luca Guadagnino. I've only seen his last two films before this, Call Me By Your Name and Suspiria. And I think it's uh, pretty fitting to see those two because I feel like Bones and All is a blend between the two. So when did you guys see this? I just saw it today. How about you, Derek? Saw it maybe like two weeks ago. Mm. Are you guys more familiar with uh, Luca Guadagnino than I am? Or No. I'm unfortunately even less familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is actually my first one I've seen. I actually haven't seen oh. Call Me By Your Name. I have seen Call Me By Your Name. I did really like that movie, so I was looking forward to this movie. Have you seen Suspiria, either of you? No, I haven't. Suspiria is real good. I really like the new So is a lot Suspiria. of cannibalism in that too? No, There's <laughs> fucked up violence and crazy gore. <laughs> All right. Okay. So if you guys want to dive right into it what'd you guys think of the movie um i was a little disappointed in that oh disappointed okay yeah uh having heard guadagnino's name and like the concept of the movie i was like oh okay this is gonna be a fun little cannibal road trip love story movie and it was but it didn't ever really connect with me there were no fireworks you know Mm. it was just kind of what it was and then that was kind of it and now it's over i feel like it never got deep into the guts of what it was trying to do. There were some flashes of brilliance where I was like, oh, that's really good. But overall, it wasn't a filling meal. It's like a Cornish hen one. What you really want is to cannibalize a human being. <laughs> you want bones and all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't bad in any way. It just never really took off Coalesced. for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you guys think? I won't go as far as it doesn't work for me. I really enjoyed this movie. I liked the center of it revolving around these two individuals played by Timmy Chalamet and Taylor Russell and their love story, but kind of surrounded by this world of cannibalism. You know, when I heard the original premise of this movie, I was kind of expecting two people that find each other, but they just happen to eat people. 
And I don't think it necessarily divulges from that, but I think there was a richness that I wasn't expecting that I found in this movie, right? With the world that they build and like what it means to be like a cannibal in terms of being alone and feeling isolated and what it means to find like somebody else that you can relate to. And like very much is a love story, right? Like any love story is really about that, but it's kind of laced with this, you know, I, I want to eat people and I need to eat people. I really enjoyed that. I kind of agree with what you're saying, Amir. I think there's parts of this that are very uneven. I think there are storylines in this that aren't quite fully fleshed out. I think there's some character and actor choices that are maybe a little suspect that I think I know Jeff's going to want to get into. <laughs> but <laughs> overall, I did like this movie. I like this movie a lot, too. I suspect I'm closer with Derek on this one than you, Amir. I think I liked it more than you did. There are a lot of things I liked. Like Derek said, I think it's a more tender movie than you expect about two lost souls coming together, trying to find their way through this, like you said, Derek, this world where cannibalism exists. And I do really like that there's this unspoken mythology to this world where they just don't explain things. And it's not just people who are cannibals. They have, like, special powers and, like, psychic bonds, the bones and all thing that isn't fully explained. And I like being thrown into that rich mythology without having your hand held. That being said, I do love the two central performances in this movie of Taylor Russell and Timothy Chalamet. I think they're fantastic in this. And... I think fucking Mark Rylance sucks in this movie. He's terrible in it. (laughs) (laughs) He's the Tom Hanks of this movie? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. So Mark Rylance has been doing this twitchy weirdo thing for a while now. He's done it in like Ready Player One, a couple of other movies, and now this. And at first I was kind of on board. I was like, okay, where's this character going? What's going to happen? And it kind of turned out to be... A misfire and i really don't like the ending of this movie oh really interesting yeah i don't like the ending of this uh, movie. oh see i liked the ending of the movie oh you like the ending interesting interesting i don't think it was earned uh, i think it was very i wouldn't say out of left field but that whole character yeah it's just why the fuck Sully, is this guy a thing even? yeah i think there's plenty of meat for the movie to chew on without the sully character and the way that they want to shoehorn that character in and, and have this shocking moment at the end. It doesn't really work for me. I mean, we're going to spoil things, but I don't think it earns that tragic ending at all. Interesting. Okay. But there are a lot of things I liked about the movie. I, I yeah. guess I would count it that it's, it's a movie about like cannibals, and so like there was bound to be a tragic ending. But I agree that this particular – when Sully pops up midway the movie, like, why is this guy even back again? He wasn't good to begin with. I mean, he's effectively creepy. Even yeah, if like, the I don't one, disagree with that. I, like, I kind of get where you're coming from with the not earned thing. With respect to the central performances – I think I half agree. I really like Taylor Russell. Mm. I don't know how much I love Timothy Chalamet here. He does a great job with the like love story half of it. Mm. I'm not sure the cannibal half works for me on his end, whereas it definitely works for me on her end. It's a, maybe a little slight from his end. Mm. I don't know. It didn't impress me. I'll agree that Taylor Russell is better than Timmy here. I think she's phenomenal. He's in just this. kind of fine, right? Like he's just kind of fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like, like she seems like a real like human being going through this shit. <laughs> he's just Timmy as a cannibal, right? I feel like that's uh... yeah, he's just, <laughs> yeah, he's cannibal Timothy Chalamet. I don't know. It doesn't impress very much. Like, oh, he has to be like a well, like like what is he doing? He's a hot loose drifter. Like, is he really stretching that far? I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's doing very much here. I will say that I do think he has a great monologue near the end of this movie they're on like a pasture like on some kind of hill like i did think that was one piece of like great acting from him Mm -hmm. i do agree i think taylor russell is the better half of the duel but i don't know if i would go as far as saying like he's not present in this movie like i do think he does something with his character that i maybe isn't like leaning outside of the realm of other timothy chalamet characters we've seen but i did like what he was doing in this movie should i give a little synopsis before we Dive more into like spoiler territory. So the official logline is love blossoms between a young woman on the margins of society and a disenfranchised drifter as they embark on a 3000 mile odyssey through the back roads of America. However, despite their best efforts, all roads lead back to their terrifying past and a final stand that will determine whether their love can survive their differences. Kind of interesting that it does not mention cannibalism in the synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I missed something there. But I really love the opening to this movie, which establishes like this kind of domestic life for Taylor Russell's character and her father. It all goes off the rails when she goes to like this house party and she bites off the finger of one of her like classmates. That was like the first instance of a cannibalism. Like, oh shit, that was sleepover. Crazy. Yeah, that was great, and that has really. The kind of lesbian undertones, the uh-huh. intimacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really, really good. I thought that was really strong. And I don't know if the rest of it lived up to the strength of that initial scene. Like that whole initial first sequence is really, really good. Um, I totally agree with you. Yeah. She's like using her teeth to kind of like pull the flesh away from that figure which i thought was a really great detail and like a little traumatic for like the first like five minutes of this movie right like it's, it's pretty gnarly yeah, I mean, and she's just lying with her friend under the yeah coffee table they're like exchanging intimate details about mm-hmm. their lives and you've got these real like tight in close-ups on their faces and like you can see the intimacy there in the relationship and then takes her finger in her mouth which is like a very sexual thing and all of a sudden she just starts tearing it off it's great it's really really good yeah and we learn a lot about her character in this moment and in the following moments right where she like rushes home like her dad's like you did it again so like her dad knows about her condition and it's something that we learn that he's been trying to like hide and suppress it sounds like they have a routine where like they run from town to town because you know she has incidents there's a lot of character development and just like story development like that first two scenes i think we get in this movie which was really great yeah really strong beginning i know it goes off the rails but the movie does meander a bit i don't know maybe i'm just a curmudgeon this is a two hour ten minute movie yeah. I guess a road trip movie has to meander and take its time. But I was just going to say, it's kind of like a road movie. So I, I, I didn't get a ton out of it. I, I understand, I think, where you're kind of coming from here, Amir. Like, if you kind of look back at the movie, think about the movie, it's a lot of things, right? It's a road movie. It's a romance movie. It's coming of age, you know, self-discovery movie. It's a cannibalism movie, right? Like, it's all things that are trying to come together in this cohesive whole. And and I do agree that I don't think everything works. I mean, going back to the whole Mark Rylance thing, right? Like, I think with that character, this story is trying to find an antagonist, which 
I don't even know if it really needed right? I, I agree completely. Agree. I totally agree. I do not think it needed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the antagonist is the fact that you're a fucking cannibal, <laughs> right? And, like, the movie yeah. doesn't dig into that, and it gives you this external antagonist instead instead of digging into, like, the problem in our lives is that we're fucking cannibals, right? Like, and the toothlessness of it, um, and no pun intended, is that – the ending of the movie before the you – know, spoilers again – before the death of the Timothy Chalamet character is that they're just living happily in Michigan like as just like a happy young couple living normal lives. The sort of Damocles, the thing that should have been hanging over the relationship shouldn't have been some weird cannibal drifter is going to pop up again and kill us. It should have been we're cannibals and how long are we going to be able to live as normal people until we become fucking cannibals again, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and the movie doesn't seem to understand that. Mm. Yeah, I could definitely see a, like a, a movie where the struggle is one of them wants this life and one of them doesn't, right? Or, or like can't live this life. Well, right? Neither of them should be able to live the life because they're cannibals. It's like a vampire movie where the vampires are just like, you know what? Let's not drink blood. Well, that's what I was going to say. There's like, you know, another thing. There's like definitely heavy undertones of addiction in this movie, right? I mean, yeah, like, that's the cannibalism. Well, yeah, the cannibalism, right? right? It's the allusion to addiction where like how long can you last until you're going to do it again, right? Inevitably, you're going to do it again. Addiction and deviant sexuality, right? Yeah. Probably one into on the cannibalism metaphor. I mean, the really interesting thing about the Sully character before it just went off the rails until him just being a complete murderer and like psychopath was like, he was the character that kind of introduced this idea of like maybe cannibalism in a way of not humane cannibalism, but at least, you know, we saw the contrast of like Timothy Chalamet's character, like who would go out and just like straight murder people, right? And that's how he got his fix versus... Sully's character kind of introduces this idea of like, well, this person's at the end of their life. They're about to die anyway, and we're just here at the opportune time. And I actually found that interesting. But then you just find out he's really creepy and murders people and like creates a, a rope of hair, right? Which like, is you know, good in the sense that it underlines the fact that you can't get away from that inner mm-hmm. nature, right? I yeah. mean, like th- that, that's a good thing. That part is good, but the whole Sully character is it's very much like to take it to a interview with the vampire place it's very much like louis refusal to drink from humans and him like hunting animals or whatever and trying to stay away from humans it's like this clearly can't work on a long-term basis right like mm-hmm. you know this is not gonna last and i mean this is another instance where like i think the first half of this movie is just so much stronger than the second half where i think the movie really leans into the themes of like not having an antagonist and these characters cannibalistic Nature's being the forces they have to fight against, where Marin has to flee her home, and then her dad abandons her just because she can't control her hunger. And I thought, like, Sully was going to be, you know, like, the gateway into this cannibalism world, and then just not show up again, which I was, like, totally fine with. But then he turned into, like, this recurring antagonist, Mm -hmm. and it's just super weird. I think the second half of turning him into a villain... And the film not leaning into the themes that it set up in the first half, like, I think that's where the weakness of the movie where, comes yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. Also, you were saying, Derek, like, this movie is so many different things. I feel like at a bunch of different points, it's just, like, jack of all trades, master of none, kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure who it's for. I don't really like using that argument for movies, but, like, I feel like they're trying to play up this... YA angle with this Marin Lee romance, but it's a little too fucked up for YA. 
But then you're going into like comparisons of like, oh, it's like a cross between, I don't know, Call Me By Your Name and like Raw or something. But it's not as Mm -hmm. gnarly or as gross as you would expect from a cannibalism movie. I think it kind of pulls its punches when it comes to depicting acts of cannibalism. I thought the first display of cannibalism where she bites that girl's finger was was just going to be the start. But that's like really the grossest part of the movie really yeah Yeah, i think that one's by far the best i mean the other good one is probably killing the carnival worker yeah and not because it's really gross but just because it ties together the cannibalism and the sex well that part is good but Uh it's not a great kill or anything it's not effectively gory it's a little bit scattered and you're right it doesn't seem to commit to the cannibalism bit like i said it doesn't seem to know what to do with it the fact that the movie ends the way it does it just shows that he didn't really know what to do with it i think i mean to compare it to raw is just just makes this movie really really suffer by comparison i think raw is just so much better than this is yeah i feel like i'm liking this movie less and less the more i talk about it (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah i'm getting you (laughs) that's hilarious compare this to raw like raw kind of got it Mm -hmm. right not to spoil raw because you guys should all go watch that movie instead of this one but if you want to see a movie about cannibalism that like gets it go watch raw yeah go watch Titan. that movie is fucking amazing um julia de double feature let's go yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah guaranino just doesn't seem to get cannibalism i can see how people like to call me by your name because he seems to get the romance angle he seems to know what to do with timmy obviously like a very good looking charismatic young cast the love story is very believable he does very nice close-ups and very good intimacy that's all fine but yeah the cannibalism stuff just doesn't Sink well, home. I was going to say, it's kind of fucked up. He had a real-life cannibal, and like he couldn't mine some info from him for his <laughs> next movie, right? <laughs> That's excellent. Good reference. Absolutely. And then like the family angle in this doesn't really work entirely either. I thought Chloe Sevigny did a good job. I think she had a good performance as the mother. It's you fine so? for like the two seconds you get her. Why is she in a role where she can't speak? <laughs> like, Why aren't you using her as an actress if you're going to get her? I don't know. Like, you could only afford five minutes of her, and then she was like, I'll only do a voiceover. Why not actually use Chloe Sevigny, you know? Mm-hmm. The whole kind of travel aspect of this movie, like, hinges on her getting to her mother, right? Getting to that point where she, like, finally confronts her mother and finds her mother. And I was left, no pun intended here, not satisfied with that, right? That didn't feel like the conclusion that I think Guananino wanted it to be. Like, I think, you know, the shock of, like, her then trying to, like, kill her own daughter. Like, I, I don't know. It... Yeah, it whatever. Just, yeah, it was just kind of whatever. It she's wasn't. off her arms. How scary can she be? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's a couple of things I think that are a little bit of misfire. Like, I think, let's just get into the ending. Because, you know, at the end, Amir's already kind of alluded to it. They have this a little bit more of a domestic life. I think she says she has a job, and I think he does too. And they're kind of just living life in this, I think, presumably, I think it's like a college campus. Or not college campus, college, like town and Sully catches up with them, right? Like, he finds them and invades their home. He has this bag, recognizable bag that he carries around throughout the whole movie, and inside is this braided long rope of hair made from all the people he's eaten over the years, and we find that one of the last people he eats is Timothy Chalamet's sister that we've met a couple times throughout this movie who seems to be really sweet, who seems to like uh, Taylor Russell's character, likes their relationship. 
I mean, I think that felt really flat to me. I think that was supposed to be like a really big shocking moment at the end where it's like, oh my God, the sister's dead. I think it didn't work for me because one, I didn't even realize that like we were supposed to pay attention to the bow, I think, that she wears throughout the whole movie that signifies that that's like her hair. I don't think we've spent enough time with like him and his family, him and his sister, that I really cared about that death. So like, I think that falls really flat with me at the end. I thought that was okay, actually. I was actually pretty shocked. I thought that was a pretty good mm-hmm. little twist of the knife there. The little, yeah, yeah, it felt bad. A little twist of the knife, a little kick in the balls. Like, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, why does sister have to die? Like, as he's expiring, it's just, yeah, it kind of hurt a little, but yeah, we don't know her that well. I don't know. I guess it worked a little better for me than it did for you, Derek. But like, mm-hmm. like I said, I kind of liked the end a little bit. I thought the plastic bag over the head fight scene is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You get some gory like knife stabs. And, yeah. And Mark Rylance, like as much as his like weird choices on how to play this character. He is scary. Are, like, not doing him any favors. He's incredibly scary. Like when he's just on top of her in the bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's incredibly threatening there. So that works too. Even if we didn't need him in this movie, I guess it was nice to have something happen and have there be some cannibalism. <laughs> I, I agree with you guys that like the final scene, I don't want to say it's great, but it's good. Like I, I think the tension in it, like the struggle and all the little pieces of that set piece. But I think specifically I was talking about like the the hair thing. Yeah, I don't think the execution of the final scene is the problem. It's just that- You didn't need to do it. You just didn't need to do it, right? It's the fact that it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should have been about the cannibalism. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what did you guys think of like the through line of like the bones and all thing? Like you guys said, cool little bit of mythology that they don't ever make explicit. And I thought that was neat. I liked yeah. it for what it was. So Fine. just to explain a little bit, Marin and Lee, they're on the road and they run into these two drifters actually played by- Michael Stuhlbarg and uh, David Gordon Green, which I think is very, very funny. Another director cameo here. Yeah, another director (laughs) cameo here. And so Michael Stuhlbarg's Jake is a cannibal. But Brad, played by David Gordon Green, he's just like a cannibal groupie who doesn't actually need to eat humans. He just likes doing so, which is neither here nor there. I don't know why they introduced that character. Like He he easily could have been another cannibal and it would have been fine. Um, that wrinkle. I liked that he wasn't actually. I thought yeah. that's another little wrinkle to the lore. You know, how vampires have their little groupies who hang out with them and like want to be vampires or whatever, and like maybe eventually you'll make me one or whatever. The little I don't know ghouls or the little familiars. Familiars, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is kind of the cannibal equivalent. I thought it was weird, and I thought it was awesome how freaked out uh, Marin is by that. She's like, "You're so fucking weird. Yeah. Like, why would you choose to write like yeah. the cannibals in this movie? The the eaters." They have a an uncontrollable desire to eat other people, but this guy just chooses to do it. Yeah. And like it's so disgusting to her. I actually really think it's a nice twist. I liked that. No, I, I did. I like the addition of adding kind of like I said to the lore of this world and like the world building of well, this is just a dude that likes to hang out with the cannibal, right? Like the interesting thing was like he's like a cop, right? And he they established you can't cannibalize dead people. So like if he's gonna be a part of this relationship where he's hanging out with his buddy who's a cannibal like this guy's gonna inevitably be gonna have to hurt somebody so mm-hmm. it was interesting that they kind of established that he's also a cop and like i i really like the kind of ambiguity of those two characters right like they leave in the middle of the night they don't want to find out who these people really are i think the story leaves it open to us were they actually gonna hurt them like are they the bad people that our main characters think i found that really interesting too like not all these questions needed to be answered yeah, and so Michael Stuhlbarg in full ass goblin mode, I guess he's talking about <laughs> not just 
eating the flesh, but like fully consuming your victims and the bodies that you need to eat, like bones and all, right? And like how intense that experience is. And that stretches all the way to the end where, you know, Lee is mortally wounded by Sully's attack. I mean, they take him down together, but his final wish is for Baron to eat him bones and all, like uh, Michael Stuhlbarg's Jake mentioned earlier. Marin at the end, that's what she does. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's a nice little through line for the No, I agree. I think, I think the through line is nice. Like, I think, again, establishing this piece of information that's kind of an extreme, right? To, like, eat bones. To me, that's, like, an extreme idea. Like, eating, like, a whole body, right? I think typically when we think of cannibalism, we will think just eating the flesh. So, I thought that was really interesting. But I think it has to do with the line delivery in that scene. And maybe this is like Amir was alluding to also or kind of talking about is the delivery by Stuhlbarg, but then also the delivery at the end of the movie by Chalamet. It was very much like Leonardo DiCaprio meme pointing at the screen. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? For like sure, He said sure. the title. He said the title and it felt really cheesy in both those moments. But mm-hmm. like, I think to connect those two moments and like connect that scene and then the end was tender, but I will notch it down a tick for being a little cheesy a little Mm. like i said pointing at the screen i mean i think we've talked enough that i get a sense that i don't know if this will make any of our top tens no i don't want to say completely it's out of my top 10 but it's it's not so you liked it quite a lot then consider it's a top 10 movie there are elements i liked a lot definitely 10 movies we've seen together that are definitely Mm -hmm. better than this yeah, there might have been. I'm going to make a prediction for a couple of weeks from now that there's no way this actually makes you talk. Makes you my Okay. <laughs> Dude, when you go back and look at the movies that came out this year, I, I don't think this is. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Jeff, is, is that kind of your feeling? Because I think you this said was, it wasn't in your top 10 at the moment, This right? was initially in my top 10, but like I've seen so many great movies since then. You've seen more movies. After talking <laughs> with me, there's no way. <laughs> After speaking with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just not sticky. It doesn't stick with you. Yeah. Yeah, agreed completely. The finger eating two weeks removed, I still kind of think about that. Like, that was a great scene. But that's just it, right? But you think about, like, the fingers, it's like, well, there's another finger thing this year that's just way more memorable than this. So, like, okay, all right. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Completely (laughs) overtaken by another finger scene in another movie. Yeah. uh, Almost immediately, right? That's true. Uh, that's true yeah. that's true i mean this is a very beautiful movie it's a very handsomely shot movie i think uh the dp arseni kachatura mm-hmm. and he's pretty good at like capturing middle america and this road movie vibe that this film's got that i really enjoyed uh i think the romance is pretty good but like the cannibalism stuff the sully character it's all just a little forgettable I wish I liked this more because I think a lot of people really, really do like this movie. I think it's just fine. I wish I could mm-hmm. be among them. This just didn't do anything for me. I think if you want to see a Cannibal Moves a movie, go watch Raw. That's it. That's my that's my verdict. I think we've kind of said it all. So that will conclude this week's episode. I think this one's a little bit shorter because next week we are going to have a three-hour podcast on Avatar, right? Yeah. Like- <laughs> Joking aside. <laughs> Joking aside. But uh, yeah, Jeff, where can people find more of your work? You can find me on my blog at strangeharbors.com. And you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at strangeharbors. What about you guys? You can find me road tripping across America, trying to figure out where the hell Mark Rylance made those acting choices. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Derek? 
You can find me at the world's okayest photos and screen agents killed on Instagram. If you like this podcast, the easiest way to support our podcast is to subscribe where you begin your podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any of the other popular podcast apps. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do us a favor and give us a great rating. It really helps to get our podcast out to more people. Yeah, if any of your questions, comments, suggestions on Luca Guadagnino's Bones and All, feel free to shoot us an email at jeff at strangeharvest.com. Sometimes we read it out on the pod, so feel free to shoot us an email, and we will see you guys next week for Avatar, The Way of Water. See you next week. See you guys then.